Your Creativity, Episode 55. Spring is sprung, the grass is riz. I love spring, so energizing. I feel as though all my hibernating energy is bursting to express itself in the spring, bursting to jump onto the page. What about you? I'm Elizabeth Johnston. I'm a story junkie, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. Hello, everyone. Today is going to be a very quick segment just to share some ideas with you about how to journal with intention. I got to thinking about this because of the university class I just finished teaching. It's actually one that I've been teaching for the last eight years. It's called Skills for University Success. Well, that's what it used to be called. Now it's called Self-Management Techniques, now that it's moved to a different department. It's got a new name. But it's essentially the same content. Now, the people who take this class are students who have failed out of their program. And it's a course that equips them with the necessary skills to succeed academically as well as personally, because as I'm sure you know, we aren't compartmentalized. What we do in one area of our lives affects all areas. So the skills we teach in this class are far ranging and far reaching and downright transformative. A big part of that transformation is down to the reflective emphasis in the course. For example, each week there is a journal, and in this journal, students reflect on how things went that week. They consider either something done in class or out of class, and essentially, they ask themselves three questions. What did I do? How did I benefit from it? And what's the next step? By doing this, they are able to examine, assess, and reflect on their progress. It all sounds wonderful and easy, doesn't it? But quite a few people have a hard time getting into the rhythm of journal writing, although by the end, pretty much everyone acknowledges how beneficial it is. However, one of the common blocks is thinking that a reflective journal is a diary and that they are expected to spill their guts out every week. That's not the case at all. For one thing, there is a big difference between diary and journal. A diary has connotations of something teenagers pour their lonely hearts into, or places where we as adults mull over problems in our lives. As adults, we sometimes call this journaling instead of writing in a diary, and we call it that because we feel more grown up, perhaps. (laughs) Um, But if that is all we are doing on the page, mulling things going over and over the things we're upset about, then yes, it will seem like a purely emotional exercise and possibly a futile energy sapping exercise. And for people who pride themselves on being rational and proactive and getting things done, they will run a mile when they hear journal, in quotes, writing. And no wonder if all you're doing with it is using it to vent over and over again. The downside to this way of writing about your life is that you miss a huge part of the potential benefits of engaging in reflective journaling, which can be truly cathartic, transformative, and empowering. So reflective journaling is where you do write about your life and your challenges, but in a way that is proactive from the start. You set that intention right at the beginning 
And then you're taking control of the situation. First, you lay out what you did, talk honestly about how you did it, how it made you feel, and then examine how well it went. And then you decide how to move forward. Unlike writing about your angst for an endless number of pages, my approach to journal writing has movement, momentum, and transformation built into it. Now, on the last day of class this session, some of my students said they like to continue the practice of journal writing, but they weren't sure how to do that without someone always telling them what to reflect on each week. So I thought I'd come up with a couple of ways of how to keep your pens rolling across the page and share them with you. So the first is to make connections. Each week, choose a quote, a painting, someone you saw on the street or anything that intrigued you or inspired you, anything that made you stop and think twice, and then make a connection between it and your life. What memories does it bring up for you? Why did it hold your attention? Doing this each week will help you become more aware of what you enjoy, what holds meaning for you, and how to bring more of that into your life. It can also help build up your emotional intelligence and stimulate your creativity. A second way to use journaling is for goal achievement. Journaling is a great way to help you reach your goals. Once you've started a SMART goal plan, and that's those acronym S-M-A-R-T, a SMART goal plan, and have broken the larger steps of your plan down into micro steps, this is really important, you can check in with yourself each week on how well your goal attainment is going. What worked? What didn't? What will you change or do differently the next week? So the first way to use reflective journaling is mainly personal, and the second way lends itself to both personal and professional. If you had a goal to have more fun in your life or a weekly artist date, you could use the goal achievement framework for that too. For example, let's say you wanted to go to museums and use the paintings there as writing springboards. And this is actually one of my favorite things to do with my students. You could set up a goal plan to go to a different museum each month and each month you are exploring a different aspect of writing. You go to the museums, write about your topic, and then in your journal, reflect on how it went, what worked best to stimulate your creativity, and what will you do differently going forward. In a professional context, it would be much the same. Let's say you want to improve your networking skills. You create a plan to that end, and each week you check in with yourself to see how well it went. What can you do differently, better, or how will you integrate that element into your daily business life? Once you get into the swing of this, you'll start to see concrete results, which help you articulate what exactly you're getting out of the exercise. Now, I'm all for doing stuff just for the fun of it. I think that's really important and highly undervalued in our society, doing things just because. And, you know, really, there's no need to reflect on everything all the time. But if you are missing something in your life and you want change, Reflective journaling can help you establish and integrate new habits and transform your life in the process. 
This transformation is something that my students regularly experience, both at university and in my other courses, such as life writing for seniors. Here's what one of my students had to say. The life writing class is a life changer. I have to say, when I retired, I was extremely terrified because I wasn't sure exactly what direction my life would take. I had been lucky enough to find the passion in my life, which was teaching here and around the world, and I was the luckiest person. And then when I retired, I was the scariest person. And I have to say, by enrolling in the life writing courses, it changed my life. I found new passions, new friends, and all kinds of excitement during the week. So I can't be more grateful to Elizabeth, my teacher. Now, Gundi was in a transition phase. One part of her life was finished, and she was facing a future of unknowns. Taking the life writing class with me helped her reflect on her past and see that she had the inner resilience to not only get through the next phase of her life, but to do so with joy and confidence. And just like my seniors, my university students are also in a transition phase. They know they want a university education, but they've experienced a blip in the road. Through a reflective writing practice, I help them explore their individual landscape and figure out their own personalized solutions that ultimately lead to their success. And I hope that you were inspired to start a reflective journal writing practice or enhance your existing practice. If you have any questions or comments, do get in touch. You can actually leave a comment underneath the uh, show notes for this on uh, ownyourcreativity.podbean.com or you can send me an uh, email to info at ownyourcreativity.com. And uh, yeah, we'll connect about creativity and how it can enhance our lives. So next episode, I'm going to be talking to geneticist and self-published young adult writer, Gaia Aman. It's a really fascinating discussion that we had, and I'm really excited to be able to share that with you next time. But before I go today, I do have one more thing I want to share with you. And actually, it's something that I'm really excited about. I have created something that's going to help us connect even more than we already do now. Own Your Creativity is now just over a year old. In that time, I've talked to more than 50 people for the show about the role of creativity in their lives. And I've shared valuable content with you about writing a memoir or a screenplay or for your business, as well as how to organize your writing and the health benefits of creativity and writing amongst other topics. It's been a labor of love, and I'm pleased to share the fruits of my efforts with you. My latest activity is the creation of a patron page on Podbean. It offers you a way to show your appreciation for the creative cornucopia that goes on here at the Own Your Creativity podcast. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll be showered with rainbow kisses. (laughs) So this is how it works. Depending on your level of monthly support, you receive an on-air thank you, access to podcasts that are exclusive just to patrons, and meditations as well as tutorials on various writing elements, plus Free Your Inner Writer, a 30-day challenge to kickstart your creativity, 
Plus, at the higher levels of support, I'll also be sending out a Celtic-inspired pin that I handcrafted myself. And these pins are made with a knot that symbolize eternity. And for me, they remind me of the eternal well of creativity that is within each of us and is our birthright. Higher level supporters also get opportunities to have their questions or comments read out on the show, suggest topics for the exclusive bonus podcasts, and get a chance to suggest ideas for the Own Your Creativity show itself. Patron levels start at just $1 a month and go up to $25 a month. To choose your level of support, go to ownyourcreativity.podbean.com and click on the patron link, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash creativity patron, bit.ly forward slash creativity patron. No matter which level of support you come in at, you get a warm, fuzzy feeling knowing that you are joining me and spreading the word about creativity and how important it is, how vital it is for our quality of life. Until next time, own your creativity so that you can think, feel, and do better in life and at work. 